make it look and make your company appear big. Don't be a small company that's in a silo and thinking, well, I'm just one person who's sending out direct mail or taking phone calls. Move beyond that. Have a very, very polished image. Before we get into today's episode, I want to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fun That Flip. And they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fun That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fun That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times given us his insight on the online lending process. Fund That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you best ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. And you'll get a free deal analysis tool that'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price super important. You can print out all the detailed reports and that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We don't get into any fluffy stuff. We only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. We've spoken to Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, Robert Kiyosaki, the author Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and a whole bunch of others. And with us today, we have the president of operations at PCI, which is a real estate investing company based in Chicago, Illinois. How are you doing, John Matthews? I'm doing great, Joe. Thanks for having me. And on behalf of all the best ever listeners out there, we really do appreciate all the work you put into this podcast and all the education. I know I get a lot out of it, and I know all the uh, many listeners do as well. So thank you in advance for all that. Oh, well, thank you. That's very kind of you, and you're welcome. Believe me, through this platform, I benefit greatly both from a personal development standpoint, first and foremost, and also from a business standpoint. So you know you're doing the right thing when you get thanked for doing stuff that also benefits you and your company. So when you find a business that does that, then keep on going. And that's, that's what I've been doing for two years. But enough about me, now about you. So you specialize in rehabs, rent to own, and wholesaling based in Chicago, Illinois. Why don't you tell the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, absolutely. My background actually comes from outside of real estate. I'm originally from Boulder, Colorado. And after graduating college, I moved to New York City to work in finance. And I lived in New York City for nine years, had an amazing time. And I was in financial sales. About four and a half years into that, I realized that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I left my company in finance and I started my own company. Actually, of all things, completely different industry, entirely different. It's a foreign language school in New York City called City Speakeasy. And I wanted out of the corporate lifestyle 
I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I was studying how to be a business owner and just went for it. And the company is still around today, one of the largest and fastest growing foreign language schools in New York City. And so much so that I was able to take a step back and go after real estate. Ever since college, I knew I wanted to be a real estate investor, but the timing didn't work out for me, whether it was financial or working too much uh, in New York City, which is very easy to do, or starting your own company. But secretly, I always knew I wanted to be in real estate. That's when I met my CEO and we were speaking online and he said, hey, I need someone who knows how to grow businesses and I'll teach real estate. Everything that I know in the last 13 years and tens of millions of dollars of transactions, I'll teach you that if you can come in and grow my business from an operational standpoint. So we met up and it's been going great. It's been, I guess, about seven months now. And we're growing at a lightning speed here. And it's been exactly what I wanted it to be as far as the challenge and the reward and the ups and downs. It's certainly a lot of ups and downs in this business, as you know. But that's my background. So growing businesses and now taking what I know and applying it to real estate. And we're having a lot of pretty amazing success here. Wow. Who is this person and how'd you meet him or her? It's Wendell de Guzman. And actually, I believe he's even been on your show quite a while ago maybe show 165, maybe show 65. I'm yep, not one, certain, but... Um, 165 titled, Hey Baby, Want a Lease Option? <laughs> I don't know where we come up with these headlines. Hey Baby, Want a Lease Option? Question mark. So episode 165, yep. Yeah, we met through some online real estate forums and he had posted a job. And I mean, it was completely by chance that I, I just happened to pull up that forum Knew I was kind of looking around, was not intending to move all the way to Chicago. I mean, it was basically told my girlfriend, like, hey, what do you think about in the next three weeks? We completely move cities, completely change industries, and just go tackle this thing. And wow. fortunately, she said yes. <laughs> so it was a, a she, great conversation. She and, no, she was actually in, we met in New York City as well. Where's she from? Maine, actually. Wow. Okay. I knew it wasn't New York City because I just don't see someone who's from New York City doing that jump. So she's from Maine. You're from Boulder. You both decided to go to Chicago for this job. Did you meet Wendell in person before you decided to do the jump? Just one time before. I flew out and then we were chatting more online and then we made the move. What was it about the position? I mean, my gosh. There's a lot of jobs available in New York City. I mean, I lived there for 10 years. You were there nine years. We both know how it goes there. What about this position in particular? That's a great question. And I wanted to see how quickly I could gain the success of my previous business, knowing everything. I mean, that was trial and error from day one all the way up until we finally had some traction, the business in New York. It took us maybe three years before I could sleep at night or even have like a dollar that was produced of income out of that company. So I wanted to see, even though it's a different industry, are all the techniques that I learned, how to build a website, how to market, how to brand yourself, how to do sales, could I beat that time frame in less than three years? And the great news is, is that once you have built a company like this, and yes, I should have done what everybody said, is go out and get a mentor first. That's the best thing because you can learn from other people's wisdom, their mistakes, and it just literally will shave tens of thousands of dollars of expenses and all that time off. 
So that's why I wanted the challenge and it was perfectly aligned for real estate. I was able to come into this position and basically set up shop exactly how I wanted. He handed over the reins, said, here's our investment model. Now go grow the business. And I'm very proud to say that we're really flying now. And it's, it's you know six, seven months, what took me three years in the previous business. So a lot faster. And that was really, I mean, I wanted that challenge. I wanted to see what could happen there. And what specifically have you done in six to seven months that took you three years in the foreign language company? I think one of the biggest factors that tells you you have a successful business is pure word of mouth. That's one of the measurements. Now, certainly there's going to be a whole lot of them. But when you start hearing your name brought up in the forums or on other conversations or being featured, we've been featured in US News and World and Forbes in Trulia, Rent.com. When we're starting to get tractions, when the phone calls come to you and say, hey, we'd love to have you on the show. I think that's a huge indicator of that you're on the right track and that you're a successful company, whether it's through revenue or whether it's through you're able to just pay the bills and keep the lights on, but you're headed in the right direction. That's a big indicator for me. Are you focused on the internal operations or are you focused on marketing and public relations? Because what you just mentioned, it certainly ties into both, but it's more outward facing than inward. I focus on the operations of the company. We're seven full-time employees. We have a head of acquisitions, a vice president of sales, a vice president of investment sales. We have a project manager. And so we basically were a large shop that is running as lean as possible. Um, So I run the operations there and whether it's from our rent-to-own business or our wholesaling business or even our fix and flips. And then I also oversee all of the marketing and brand positioning and things like that. Mm, Okay. So what are some of your goals for 2017 as it relates to this company? Well, for 2017, we have a very aggressive goal to own a minimum of 100 houses in rent to own in the next two to three years. So our goals here are to begin to take big chunks of those properties out of the 100. So we want to anywhere from 40 to 50 houses of rent to own in 2017. For our wholesaling, we want a minimum of 10 properties every single month. And that'll come from a variety of different sources. But that's our very bottom goal, our first goal that we're striving to achieve on a consistent basis would be 10 houses a month and then the 50 that would go into the rent-to-own portfolio. 50 or 100? It would be 100 over the next two to three years, and the goal would be 50 for 2017. Oh, okay. Got it. So get half of that in 2017. And when you say own a minimum of 100 houses that are rent-to-own, in my mind, that means... You own these 50 homes, but then you're turning around and you're selling them on a rent-to-own or lease option basis. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes, on a lease option basis. Normally, it's about two years or so before the tenant buyer will actually get a mortgage and cash us out of the position. So, yeah, some of them might fall off due to the timing. However, that's the goal that we're striving is at any given point, you take a snapshot. That's how many houses that we have in the portfolio. Okay, cool. And where are you all at right now? Right now with the new operations, we're closing in on the 15 mark right now, just in this last little bit of time. So we had some from the previous company. And then when I came on here, we have six of them that are under rehab right now with about another six that will be coming in the next couple months or so. 
So we're really just starting to ramp up the operations now that we have our footing and looking to really scale this up big time now. And what about wholesaling? How many a month? This month, actually, our vice president of investment sales, he's closing a property right now. We have three closing uh, this week with another one next week. So with the holiday season coming up, we're pretty much anticipating that not a lot's going to happen, although we'll still be working. So we're looking at four to five this month right now. Okay. Yeah, that's great, especially for December when all the holiday craze is happening. Seven full-time employees, that's a lot of people for 15 lease options and four to five wholesales. Are you involved in any of that or are you not so much? I mean, it just seems like that's a pretty significant reoccurring expense compared to the income that would be coming in from 15 homes and four wholesale deals. Yeah, I am involved in that. Absolutely. So we had basically setting it back and saying, okay, we need to look at our branding and our positioning entirely. So when I first came on board, I thought that maybe we had the model a little bit wrong, right? We weren't where we needed to be to have, and I agree with that many employees. However, just recently by repositioning the company, by putting our targets in different areas, by focusing on revenue generation, we're really starting to see this upswing and that we'll be able to handle the amount of volume. So I want to brace for the amount of growth that we're going to experience in 2017. But admittedly, it did take us a little bit. It was a little bit of a rocky start. We had some really what we call the legacy properties. They were rehabs that were kind of just could not be finished that were just sucking money out of the company. We had some properties that we weren't able to sell as quickly as we wanted. So before I was really able to sink my teeth in and get started, we had to initially move forward and clear the plate, so to speak. And now looking forward, we're set perfectly. We're already, again, like I said, seeing the success and our reputation has been growing in an incredible way. So we're really proud of that. And the overhead is there, but we're making it and it's, it's getting better every single month. You have, uh, are, are all of your properties and is your company's focus primarily in Chicago? It is, yes. Primarily in the western suburbs of Chicago. Okay. Even more specific. All right. Western suburbs of Chicago. I'm asking this question because there's a follow-up. So let me ask the first question. You mentioned the word of mouth that you're seeing and more publicity. What specifically are you doing to generate that word of mouth? That's a great question. So what I've learned that's interesting, and maybe this will help the best ever listeners out there, is that the fundamentals of business are all the same when it gets started, right? There's a template that you need to follow. It's you have your product, you have your market, then you move into your marketing and your brand and your image. You first need to have your product. You first need to say, Am I doing something better? Am I disturbing another market or another product? Is this a service that isn't out there? Well, in real estate, we already know what the product is. It's the house. And that's not really going to change. Yes, there's going to be different ways to flip a house or to wholesale, but the product is going to be the house. So we don't need to worry so much on that. And the market is either going to be you're, you're renting it out to tenant buyers or you're looking for investors to sell it to. So that's identified as well. So Rather than first traditionally setting up a product and going all the way to your marketing and your brand and your image, in real estate, what I've seen, and if we could even go back further and start it over, is work on your brand and your image and your marketing first. So 
you need to identify exactly what kind of company you're going to be. Now, we do a lot of everything, really, the rent-to-own and flipping and wholesaling. But if you're just a wholesaler, really identify what kind of wholesaler you're going to be. What is your voice? What is your image out there? This would be my number one thing is make it look and make your company appear big. Don't be a small company that's in a silo and thinking, well, I'm just one person who's sending out direct mail or taking phone calls. Move beyond that. Have a very, very polished image because that word of mouth will go out there. Everybody who's in real estate, whether you're a newbie or you've been doing a few flips or you're a veteran, you're scanning the internet every single day. You're looking for little bits of tips and it's amazing how much content is out there. And people will sign on if you seem to be an expert. So if you have a polished site, if you can become a center of influence, maybe you don't necessarily have the answers, but go out and find the answers for someone in a forum and answer those or look on Facebook. And so for us, where we've had a lot of success is that we're helping out in analyzing deals, but we're utilizing one medium is Facebook Live. So our company actually is uh, for this particular division is called the diligent wholesaler. And the diligent wholesaler is we're all about transparency, about honesty. We're saying, hey, if you're going to buy a property from us, this is the actual repair number. And we're going to show you because we're going to go do a Facebook live video and we're going to walk you through. And we've had thousands of followers on that, thousands of views every single week. And that word of mouth starts to get spread and people are sharing that. And then you start to hear your names brought up in the forums and such. So that's an example of how we've been able to become more polished and yes, be experts and answer these questions that are out there that people are searching for. So just be that person, mm-hmm. go out and find the answers and post them and just spread the word and try to say that even if you don't know, go find someone who does and then use them as a reference. Does your other company provide a significant source of income for you? Yes, it does. How did you apply what you just said about being the source of influence to launch that company where you're able to now move to Chicago and focus on this and still have a significant source of income from it? Well, basically, it goes down to being able to operate on just what really matters. And again, this, this in real estate or if you're starting your own business, you're going to have a significant amount of distractions every single day. And fortunately, there's never been a better time to be an entrepreneur, in my opinion. There's technology that is out there, the using virtual assistants and delegating and People want to be a part of really amazing companies. So you could find very talented individuals who are working and will come on board and help you build your company while you can just focus on not running it passively, but just focus on the important parts. So we've taken that model here. So we try to operate and systematize everything that we can. So we could just focus on the one goal. And that goal is to wholesale, rent to own and flip houses. What is your best advice ever for real estate investors? You know, time and time again, when we look at a deal and if a deal is lost or delayed or we have to extend it, my number one advice is make sure that you are the quarterback of every single deal. Take control of every deal, whether it's if you're co-wholesaling a deal, you have the attorneys on one side and the attorneys on the buyer's side. If you allow other people to quarterback your deals for you, 
very rarely will they go through either on time or for the dollar amount that you want. Or if you're looking at fixing it and flipping a house, be known, be present in the rehab. Let the contractors be able to call you anytime that they need because you need to be the one that's in control. That's a lesson that we learned several times over and over and over. And when you're in control of the deal, when you're bringing everyone together, you can dictate because no one's going to care as much as you do about what you're trying to accomplish. And that's what I would say. I'd say that's the number one piece of advice that we've learned over and over. And all of our successful deals, including the one that is closing today, we were the ones that forced this through. It was a dead deal as of Thursday last week. We were able to turn it around, gain control, and now it's closed. And I can see the check sitting on my desk right now. How big's the check? This one is for $7,500, and it's a very interesting deal. It was one that was just simply brought to us, and we were able to turn it around for a very short amount of time and very fast profit. And can you tell us how you found the property and a little bit more details on that? Yeah, I think that this is one of the best ever deals that we've had, really. So part of our branding and part of being a big company that is giving away value on a consistent basis, which we love to do. This was a deal where a co-wholesaler got in touch with us that we have never met, said, hey, I have a property that I really need to get off of my hands here. And I'd love to use your list of cash buyers, which we're growing right now at a very sizable rate in on very modest amount of uh, Facebook advertising and, and advertising. We're adding anywhere from 50 to 60 cash buyers on our email list, and we can easily scale that up if need be. But we have thousands of cash buyers and a very good list of cash buyers. So he called us up and he said, hey, I have a wholesale deal. Would you be interested in co-wholesaling this with me? And we were able to, within 12 hours, find a buyer and turn this over. And $7,500, not a whole lot of money. But for the amount of time and energy that we spent on it, it would go right into the revenue bucket and it was very easy and it was through word of mouth that we were able to complete a transaction and do it very quickly in that regard. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. Okay. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com forward slash best ever. It will detail your scope of work, help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here. February 24th and 25th. The conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out besteverconference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to besteverconference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference. They want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com. Best ever book you've read. The One Thing by Gary Keller. Great book. Again, it's all about starving your distractions, focusing on the one thing for the day, focusing on the one thing that's going to generate your revenue for your business or it's going to make you look better out there on the market. 
an outstanding book and highly recommend it. If you're the kind of person that finds that you have a dozen browsers open on your internet or you have your phone next to you while you're doing your emails, read this book. You'll never want to do that again. And you will be laser focused on the one thing that's really going to prop up your business every day. Best ever personal growth experience. What'd you learn from it? Well, this one, I don't know if it's a personal growth or just, I think it started out as just being a very bad mistake, but I ran a marathon on a severely sprained ankle. Mm -hmm. So I had not trained for the marathon and I started it anyways. I had the brace on it and it turned out from a very poor decision to actually a very strong personal growth moment because I learned a lot from that. I was able to complete it. It hurt most of the way through, but... It was a very step-by-step, being resilient, finding new ways to, in this case, run with a left leg. But by the end of it, it was an extraordinarily rewarding experience. I would not recommend doing it. I would recommend training for a marathon with down a sprained ankle, but it was one that I'll never forget and taught a lot about resiliency. Best ever deal you've done? I would say right now that one we're very proud of, the one I just mentioned, having a deal show up. Have your phone ring, pick up the phone, say, yes, we'll do it. Turn around, send one email, close the deal, essentially lock this up in 12 hours, make $7,500. We'd love to do that all day. Certainly not our biggest deal that we've ever completed, but one that was very satisfying because we knew that our image was working. We knew that our marketing was working and we have cash buyers and we have people that want to work with us. It was a very rewarding transaction that happened recently. What's the best ever way you like to give back? As I mentioned, when Wendell was on the show, and everyone should check out that episode, we have a plethora of knowledge and experience in this company. Through our acquisitions manager is former architect, 20 years of experience in construction and architecture. We have sales guys, we have project managers, we have a whole lot of experience. And the best way that we like to give back is just open up our doors and give everything away for free. Our Facebook Live videos, we show you exactly how we find comps. It's an education that no one else is really doing, but we see thousands of people show up for it every week because we're giving pure advice away. We love to give away some of these tools that we'll spend weeks on formulating. So if you go to the diligentwholesaler.com, for example, a pop-up will, will show up and you'll be able to see right then and there get our repair calculator. It's a very sophisticated, but yet very easy to use tool that we just give away because we want to just share this. If more people are interested and more people are doing deals and making money, then we feel that they're going to come back and do more deals with us. They're going to call us back. So we don't certainly know where in the realm of gurus. We don't want to, we don't believe in that. We just want to provide everything that we use that did very time tested tools, and systems. We just love giving them away and we get a lot of great positive feedback that it's really helping people start their own businesses or take it to the next level. So it's a rewarding way to do it and we're going to continue to do so. So as we develop new technology, new ways of doing things, just keep checking the website because we're just giving them right away. What's the biggest mistake you've made in business or real estate? I think recently, we're at, you know what, we're actually going through one right now. The biggest mistake was moving too quickly. And what I mean by that is there's an old racing quote that says auto racing is that slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And that's something that we kind of go by here is slow down, do the analysis, 
and be smooth in every process. Because if you do that consistently day in and day out, you're going to see your company really grow. In this particular case, we were very aggressive in acquisitions and we had the value of a property off by about $30,000. So we thought it was close to 180,000. It turned out to be worth actually 150,000. It was just a mistake. But now for us to get out of it, we're going to have to spend a lot more money on the repair. And that's going to just hope to get the market back up. So it's one that we're in a position that we're not very excited about. We do have a game plan, but we're going to have to do a lot more work to the house, make it a two-car garage, add bathrooms, all of this. It wasn't ever supposed to be an investment like that. But now we're being creative and finding a way to increase its value to ensure that we can get out of this thing and make some money. What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? Email is john, J-O-H-N dot M at P-C-I-R-E-I dot com. The other way is I check every email that comes through. Go to thediligentwholesaler.com. Sign up for the newsletter there or the email. And we're constantly showing you all of the properties. We're constantly doing these kind of promotions on how to do comps, how to walk a property, giving things away like the repair calculator. But the best way is to join that news list and we'll be in touch on a weekly basis. Well, John, thanks for being on the show and sharing your advice with Best Ever listeners, talking about your experience, growing companies. You certainly did a couple 180s from the financial services to, well, shoot, from Boulder, Colorado to New York City and then to Chicago in your career path from financial services to foreign language company to now real estate investing company. Certainly some commonalities along the way in those three businesses, but a lot of learning, some fresh stuff too. Talking about the company's goals of 100 houses, lease options in the next two to three years, minimum 10 properties a month, how you're approaching it by working on the brand image, knowing that the product and the market are fairly set. And then what you just mentioned about being creative with a deal that throws you some curveballs. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Joe. Really appreciate the opportunity. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here. February 24th and 25th, the conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out. Besteverconference.com. I'm going to be there. A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to besteverconference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference, they want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com.